And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on Today's Experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord, okay? It's Friday, and I'm taking some liberties. What kind of liberties am I taking on Friday? I'm actually going to finish the Hebrews text in the first segment that's coming up here, which would normally be reserved for the first 30 minutes. I'm going to keep it going because of the teaching is so profound. The next thing is on today, I'm going to be talking about a particular person in the Bible. We've done this before, and I'm going to do it again. I've taught on some of these before. It's The review is worth the time. We're not going to touch on each person in the New Testament because I, I really don't have the capacity to do that. But we want to look at different people in the New Testament that help us understand Jesus Christ better. We start with the first author of the New Covenant. We dive back into and review our brother. He's our brother, Matthew. We examine the bravery of Jesus in selecting Matthew because that was a bold, crazy move. We talk about the dating controversy, which is not really much of a controversy, just liberal people trying to freak out. Uh, and then also, we uh, we love to live in speculation uh, when, we're, when we're not trusting the Lord, and we just want to put those kind of speculations to bed. We want to just go, you know what? There is no speculation to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. That's what Romans 1.16 says. We're going to deal with that. We can see Matthew directed his gospel first to the Jews. We'll get into that. He is the only gospel author that does not explain the Jewish customs because his audience was Jewish. That's why. Uh, here's the great thing about Matthew, probably the greatest thing about Matthew of all. He starts, he continues, and he finishes in his placement before the Lord. There's not many people that just are straight all the way through, but Matthew was one of them. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And why they? So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now you can email us during the show, david at he must increase.org. Let me check. Yep, yep, it's working. David at he must increase.org. You can also text us during the show. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. On top of that, you know what? You can call us. What? You can call us. What? You can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, let me just say this real quickly. 
could be life-changing because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Let me tell you how rare it is when you get an opportunity to talk to Dynamite D. Talking to Dynamite D is like experiencing awesome customer service. That's just like, because customer service is like hit and miss, right? It's like up, down, sometimes there, sometimes not. That is very important. Sometimes it's sometimes it's awful. <laughs> right? Talking to Dynamite D is like awesome customer service. You have to love that. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got a, an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. We pretty much function out of Hebrews 3.25 and Hebrews 10.25, trying to encourage one another, strengthen one another, bless one another as we see the day of Christ getting closer and closer. It's not a kvetch fest. There are shows for that. We're just not designed that way. We're designed to be more of an encouragement directive, and that's what we want to do. So we encourage you to encourage one another. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Hey, let's join. We'll join you on that. We're going to pray for people in the next segment, people that are really hurting financially and mentally. Some of the things that one of the things that uh, Dee brought up is that sometimes people are having a lot of inner struggles, inward battle struggles. We're going to pray for that as well in the next segment. Maybe you've got something you want to share. The Lord's done something awesome, and you just want to share it. It's just like such a blessing. Maybe you're just like Mary, and you just want to answer the trivia question and then remind me that my dog Bert stepped on my computer and deleted all my stuff. Thank you very much, Mary, for reminding me of that. She goes, you didn't find it funny. Nope. <laughs> but even when I yelled at Bert, you know what Bert just did? You know what he did? He just looked at me like, eh, something wrong? <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, where's my next meal? That's all he wanted to know. <laughs> and all that work went down there. It's like, oh. That was, and I know how that feels, but that was funny. Mary brought up a good point. Maybe he was just trying to emulate you, Dave. Yeah, he was just, <laughs> took his big pod right out there. Wow. All right, here's your trivia question. True or false? So you got a 50-50 on this one. Just before they left Egypt, the Israelites asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and clothing, and they were given them. Is that true or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Joanne and Cordelia get the pow-pow on that. Uh, text 214-210-8483 or send an email, David. And he must increase.org. Abraham right behind them. Very, very good job, brother. Uh, do want to uh, mention that we'll be praying for people in just a little bit. Don't forget that. But I do want to do something I've never done before. So normally I teach Hebrews in the first or second segment, but we didn't really get a second segment out of it. I want to teach this portion because it is lights out fantastic, and I don't want anybody to miss this, and I don't want to be the one that, that, that blew this for you. So listen to what I'm going to teach on. We just talked about you know being willing to give up things and yield to the Lord and whatever it takes. We want to be faithful followers of the Lord. It's all we want to do. Now, Hebrews 10.35 is I'm just going to assume you have this marked in your Bible if you do by my Bible markings. Okay, I'm just going to assume that. Verse 35 in Hebrews chapter 10. So, don't throw away your confidence, which has great reward. For you need endurance so that after you've done the will of God, you may receive 
what was promised. Listen to this text. The author of Hebrews is saying, hey, you know what? Don't throw away that confidence. Now, by throw away that confidence, this is a plea. What is he trying to say? What is he saying? He's he's communicating the understanding of the pressure and the impact that time can have on a believer. Did you hear that? He is understanding, dealing with, coordinating, challenging. He is bringing to the forefront the principle that pressure and impact of time can have on a believer. He encourages us not to throw away our confidence. How does one throw away the confidence? What do you do? What does that mean, throw away your confidence? Here's what it means. I'm going to give you the absolute definition of throwing away your confidence. Ready? Are you ready? By no longer standing in the same faith that we started with. That's throwing away our confidence. Do we still stand in the same faith as when we first believed? Because when we throw away our confidence, it means we're no longer standing in the faith that we stood up in initially. We've allowed things, the pressures of time and the different nuances of situations, to affect our faith that we started with. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm telling you, this is life-changing. We are encouraged not to throw away our confidence because it is a great reward. Well, the way you throw away your confidence is you no longer stand in the same faith you started with. Do we still stand in the same faith as when we first believed. Now this confidence, if, and I'm going to say this again, if, if we hold on to it, will bring a great reward for us. The scripture makes it plain. We need to operate in endurance. This is not in the microwave spirit of today's age. Everything everybody wants, microwave. I'm telling you, you go into a fast food uh, restaurant, if you have to wait more than four or five minutes to get your food, you are just losing your mind. We are so impatient. And then all we do is hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Get to the next red light. Wait. Get to the next red light. Wait. Because we're always in a hurry. <laughs> and what the scripture is saying is you have to have endurance. You have to have the ability to keep going, to stay firm, to be immovable. There is a promise coming for the people of God. It, it can only be received by faith. I think the question is, are we ready to receive it or will it pass us by? And when I think about passing us by, I, I'm sorry, I think about, you know, a sports analogy. I think about the catcher when the pitcher throws the ball and the ball goes, you know, by the batter. And then the catcher has a catcher's mitt and he's supposed to catch the ball, right? Do we catch it or does it go right by us because we lost our faith and we put the mitt down? How we throw away our confidence is by no longer standing in the same faith that we started with. And the author in Hebrews, anointed by God, says, don't do that. Don't do that. I got something. It's coming. It's coming. 
You have to have the faith that you started with. You can't let that fall away. I've got something great for you. Don't let this get by you. Don't throw away your confidence, the scripture says, which has a great reward for you of need of endurance. So after you've done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. Hang on to the faith you started with. Get that? Get that? Get that? All right. True or false, just before they left Egypt, the Israelites asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and clothing, and they were given them. That is true. Absolutely true. They didn't force them. They asked them, and the Egyptians were more than glad to help out. All right, we'll take our break and come back. If you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Oh, no, it's not on his tail. It's on his face. I've ruined it. Oh, no. Well, that's okay, though. Somebody else will come along and get it right. Thanks for coming to my birthday party, Stewie. Oh, I wouldn't have missed it for anything. I've never been to a party before. Want to watch me blow out the candles? I would love to see that. And gosh, Bobby, I'd love to play with some of your birthday toys, but only after you've played with them and only if you say it's okay. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of them. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations, and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess 
People will have to listen to find out. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. This show is flying by. I can't even keep up. Always. I mean, it's just so weird. Uh, according to Paul's letter to Timothy. Okay, so so everybody. Okay, so this is going to be in First or Second Timothy. So you got to remember. Okay, what kind of people fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction? What kind of people? What kind of people is that? That's the question. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at org. Your only hint is there was a long time ago comic book. I won't give you the second name, but I'll give you the first name of the comic book. Richie. Okay. <laughs> See? 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 That's a good one. See, Richie, which, by the way, I used, to, I used to like that comic book. He had a dog named Dollar. <laughs> Come on. You guys got to know that. Okay. I'll just give you that one. All right. There you go. Abraham <laughs> picked it up on that one. All right. So that's the question. It's a longer question, but it's all right. According to Paul's letter to Timothy, what kind of people fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction, if you think you know the answer? Uh, we have somebody ready to answer? Okay. Send I, them I on don't th- think they're ready to answer the trivia question, but they're on, on, they won't okay. get on the air. Okay, let's send them on through. Send- knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Roslyn. Hi, Roslyn. How are you? I'm doing much better. I was calling with a praise report, and Dynamite D says, oh, you're calling to answer the question. I said, I tried to call in between questions. I don't know. I don't even know what the question is. (laughs) I'll tell you what. You just give your testimony, and don't worry about the question. You don't have to worry about the question right now. Just share whatever you want to share, okay? Okay. Well, I was calling because I wanted to tell you um, today is my birthday, and I'm just so grateful that God let me make it to my birthday. And, um, you know, I've just been hearing so many people that call in and they share their testimonies, especially like the gentleman yesterday who called on his sister's birthday, the anniversary of her birthday, and I'm just... uh, uh, thank you for uh, praying for me and for everybody in the audience who has been praying for me. I'm I'm doing a lot better. My energy level is still kind of plummets uh, pretty quickly, but it's okay. And and I'm, you know, back in November, I didn't even know if I'd make it to today. So I'm just so excited that God led me to be here today. You know, and I'm just praying that. 
he let he let me be here for a purpose, and that whatever that purpose is, that God will just work through me to fulfill it, and that I don't get in the way and mess it up. You know, I don't want to thwart God. <laughs> well, first of all, happy birthday, and I'm going to give you my rendition of happy birthday. It's not the best, so don't get too excited, but it is from me and all the audience, so get ready for it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rosalind. Happy birthday to you. Okay, there you go. So you. Thank you. That was great. Oh, that's fantastic. And you know what a great testimony you're sharing. You're just saying, hey, I don't know what it is, but God has said you can hang out, and uh, and I just want to do whatever He wants. That attitude, that spirit, is fantastic. That's what the Lord wants from all of us. He just wants us to have that kind of mindset, that kind of heart, that says, you, Lord, whatever you want, let's do that. That's great, and you, what a great birthday gift you've given to everybody else. Nice job. I signed up for the ambassador program, but I don't know if I got accepted. I yeah, yeah you, you, you did. We got so De- <laughs> Deb is sending the material. We had to actually order more material, which is you know something I had to do. So she it'll be it'll it'll be in route. It's not the most exciting thing. You don't get like a whistle. <laughs> okay. But but it's cool, so you can use it if it if the Lord opens the door for it. Just as the Lord shows you, do what you can do with it. That's all we ask. And Deb okay. is letting me know right now. It went out yesterday. She just texted me and told me it went out yesterday, so you should get it soon. Okay. Okay. All right. That sounds great. All right. Happy birthday. That's fantastic, and it was awesome to hear from you. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody, have a good day. All right. God bless. Okay, God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. What I love our show. How do you not love the show? Love our callers. I mean, that's just got the greatest people. All right. All right. Now I'm gonna do this trivia question again. Now listen, okay? Listen to the hint. Okay. (laughs) Listen to the hint. I don't care what your Bible translates. Listen to the hint. According to Paul's letter to Timothy, what kind of people fall into temptation and a trap into the many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction? The hint, it is the second word of the comic book, Richie, and then he had a dog named Dollar. So you should get that. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. You should get that, okay? That's just enough said. Okay. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. is the text. Now somebody's calling in for that. <laughs> I, I promise we're going to get to this Matthew thing. I just don't know when and I don't know how. Eh, I don't care. You know, it's like whatever the Lord wants. You know, I got that joke. I'm putting that over here. We do have somebody ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Always great to hear from you. Are you doing good today? Doing great. I am doing, I got everything done after the show. I'm going to work out. And then Noel has tomorrow off, and I have done everything, so I only have to do my devotions. So tomorrow is our day together. Uh, Somebody gave me a gift. I'm going to take them out to, take her out to lunch, a really nice lunch. And I'm looking forward to it, I got to say. So I'm really, really doing great. So. I appreciate you asking. And let me say this because I want you to know this personally. 
I love when you call. Never think not to call because you call. Don't ever do that. You call whenever you are prompted, whenever you think you know the answer. Always call. It's always great to hear from you, okay? Okay, and I want to thank you for the prayers, too. I heard that this morning. Yeah, we we, we got a lot of people that are hurting, and I got to pray for I got you. Actually, you just reminded me, so that was really good. That after the next segment, I'm going to pray for people who are, who are struggling, not just financially, but emotionally and mentally, because there's a lot of struggle going on. There's a lot of inward warfare that's going on as well for a lot of people. Oh, there sure is. Yeah. There sure is. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. All right, here we go. Here's your trivia question. Let me set it up, and I, I, have, I feel strongly you'll get it. According to Paul's letter to Timothy, what kind of people fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction? What kind of people are those people? Rich. That's right. The people seeking to be rich. That's what happens when you seek to make money your God because you cannot serve God and money or God and mammon. When you seek to make money your God, you have just put yourself in bondage to the world. It's just no yes, way around that's it. That's so true. Yep. All right. Excellent job, as you always Thanks, do. Thanks, David. I and I hope you it. and Noel have a great weekend. Thank you. And I appreciate that very, very much. Okay. Thank you. God bless. All right. Bye bye. Okay. We just have, it's just how we are. Right? I mean, I sorry. I shouldn't apologize. I love this. Show. I love this. I you, you guys, let me explain to you two things. I love teaching, but I love being interrupted in the teaching because I've already got the preparation done. Worst case scenario, I'm teaching it later. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So it's like a little less preparation for me. I love that. I just love it. I mean, I am blessed beyond blessed. I'm blessed beyond measure. That's all I can say. We're going to take our break. We're going to come back. We're going to try and get a little on track. <laughs> You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? I cannot wait, though. I have to do this particular sound. We might interrupt uh, while I'm doing the teaching, but I got to do the sound because it is time... For Bible Baloney Beatdown. Hello. 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 It's now time for David Spoon's Bible Baloney Beatdown. Bible Baloney Beatdown. I'll knock your brains out of your head, Annie. I can't believe I'm allowed to do that. I love that. Anyhow, uh, Bible Baloney Beatdown has to do with the kingdom of God. So there are people that go, well, you know, in Scripture, there's so many contradictions. Like, what about when Jesus said, if you're for me, uh, then you're not you're not against me. If you're against me, you're not for me. And they kind of mix it all up and so on and so forth. Let me just help out and just kind of set the record straight, keeping it simple. There are two. Now, watch what I'm going to I'm going to show you. There are two. Okay. Watch. Somewhere between one and three. There are two. Here you go. One more time. There are two kingdoms. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind when I say this. There is the kingdom of God. Right? Everybody would agree. Okay, got it. Seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, and then there is any other attempted kingdom. There is the kingdom of God, and then there's any other attempted kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of men, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. There's the kingdom of God and all the other ones, okay? Or And they're all just wrapped up into one thing. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdoms that are not the kingdom of God. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all it is. 
Luke chapter 9, verse 49 through 50, John responded, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow us. Verse 50, don't stop him, Jesus told him, because whoever is not against you is for you. Keeping this in context, the person is not opposed. This is very important. The person is not opposed, but for the kingdom of God. He's not neutral. He's a kingdom advancer. He's somebody that's advancing the kingdom, casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. And John is like, well, he's not one of us. Okay, that's a whole separate sermon, a whole separate issue, which I'm sure your pastor has taught on many times, and that is the last thing that you need are a whole bunch of more people just like you or just like me. We need people to be like Jesus, and they don't need to follow us exactly. They need to follow Jesus, and I don't want to have – I don't want to reproduce a thousand me's. I want people reproducing being Jesus because I'm not going to do anything, but people who are more like Jesus, they make a difference. And in context, this person was advancing the kingdom by driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. He's a kingdom advancer. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K-double-A-M-E-N-770, the truth station here in Texas, where David Spoon has knocked over, I'm not kidding you, I knocked over my tea. Keep in mind, it's a 20-ounce cup. I knocked over my tea, and the wa- and the tea went everywhere. <laughs> just, I can just tell that there's... Warfare going on, and at the same time, the Lord is just like going, we win, we win. It's just too much fun. Uh, Somebody has already called in, so I'm not even going to do anything. I'm just going to take the call because I don't have any idea what's going on. So we'll just see. Let's uh, have the caller come through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, this is your little brother, and Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, brother. How are you? Good. Yeah, I have an answer for your trivia that you're going to ask. You have an answer for the trivia I'm going to ask. You know, I love that. <laughs> I love that confidence. I love no, that confidence. No, I was in the traffic, and I wasn't able to, to call. So I said, okay, I'll just pick it now. You think you can just get it now? You ready? You ready? Sure. Yeah, okay. All right. Are you sure you're ready? I'm pretty sure that I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. In the book of Esther, which man tells the king he will put 10,000 silver talents in the royal treasury for men who will take part in the massacre of the Jews? Uh, uh, that was uh, no, not the Haman. What's the... That was... You got to give me the... Uh, uh, oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, no, that's a Haman's here. Yes, that's it. Haman! <laughs> <laughs> I needed the yeah. huh. I needed the huh. Yeah. That's the big part. Amen. <laughs> it was Amen. That guy right there. 
Hey, on the other day, I called in Navy headquarters, U.S. Navy headquarters, and they said we never made that statement about the Captain Crunch. That's a made-up thing. No, that's not true. I actually have the article in my in my material, so that is incorrect. Oh, okay. No, I was just, <laughs> so, I was just uh-huh. giving a hard time. <laughs> I know you <laughs> Although it did, it did take them about thirty five years to address it. Just like, really, is that why a toilet cost nine hundred dollars in the government? Because it took thirty five years to answer the question. Okay, I get it. Anyway, yeah, good. Hey, uh, also beside this silliness, uh, the reason I called uh, to let's keep praying for Brother John that they become a part of our body of Christ. I've been praying since yesterday for him, and I want to ask for all of us to keep praying for him as he's going through some difficult time uh, in his life. Uh, and also, uh, this morning, my sister asked me to pray for her because she's just physically just feeling weak. So I don't know what's happening, so we're going to pray because I, I think in this segment, you're going to pray for the people those who are going through some uh, challenging times. So yes. I'm going to leave the, these requests with you. Okay. I'm going to pray for her. What's your sister's name? Can I, do you want me to use her name? Uh, yeah, Farzana. Would you say that again? Farzana. Okay. Uh, Farzana. Farzana. Yep. Right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pray for that. You can hang on or you can hang up, whatever's good for you. I want to pray for all these people because we got a lot of people to okay, pray for. Okay. I'm going to hang up. Okay. okay. All right. You got it, brother. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, folks. This is a prayer. This is a prayer show today. Just go with the flow. All right. If the Lord redirects you to do something, what do you do? You do it. Right. If the Lord says go this way, you go this way. All right. And you'll hear a voice behind you saying, "This is the way. Walk ye in it." That's what you do. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We cannot give enough praise, Lord. We cannot give enough thanks. We don't even think we can. You are worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. And there's a a couple of sets of people that we want to pray for, Lord. We want to pray for our brother, for his sister, for Rosanna, that she's going through a tough time right now. We're asking for grace and for healing and for encouragement into her life, Lord. And, uh, and also for John, a new believer, a brother who has just come to you. And he's, Lord, he's physically and probably psychologically really going through quite a bit. And we're just asking that you, God, as the God of comfort, would just put your arms around him and that he'd be able to rest and not get uptight, not get tense, not freak out, Lord. And, Father, I want to pray for our audience, too, for the people that are struggling, Lord God, They're just struggling inwardly. They're just having such a hard time. There's so much warfare going on. There's so many uh, different things taking place. There's so many challenges in the world against standing in truth, and there's so many challenges against our faith. Lord, that you would give us a sense of renewal, a sense of revival, a sense of confidence by the power of your presence. That we would know that you are with us. Man, Lord, when you're with us, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible for you. And when we're connected to you, there's nothing impossible before us either. So people that are struggling inwardly, the battle of the hearts, the battle of the minds, give them victory in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I know there's people out there that are hurting financially. I know that. I I know it's true. 
And I just pray that you would remind them that you provide, that you're not just a supplier. You're the resource of all resources. You give man breath and everything else and that everybody can be comforted in you and can trust in you and have confidence in you. Oh, Lord, by your power, by your anointing, not my, my, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit. Let it happen in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay. Um, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, you just can tell. I don't know if you're following or not, but you can just tell the Lord is just like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing this. This is the thing. The thing is we need to do this for one another. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to take the time because I think it's important for you to understand. You don't have to pray wisely. I pray a lot, okay? If you pray a lot, you sound like you pray a lot. <laughs> I don't care. It's just kind of how it goes, right? You don't have to speak wise words or brilliant. You just come before the Lord. He's just looking for you to take that which is inside of you and offer it up to him. And that communion that you have, that's the key. You don't have to speak brilliantly to have prayers answered. Some of the best prayers that are answered are prayers that you don't even fully utter. The Lord just is handling because he knows what you need before you, before you even ask. He knows what you need. And people say, well, then why does God want us to spend time in prayer? Because he loves you. And he likes you hanging out with him. And that's what he wants from you and I. You know, the, the, the reason for prayer isn't, isn't so that you can work some kind of magical formula. The reason for prayer is because of the fellowship with God. And what do you think heaven's going to be? However that capacity is going to break down, however it's going to come together, it's going to be us hanging out with God and with one another. That is our future. It just It'll be absent of sin. It'll be absent of pain. It'll be absent of sorrow. But that's where we're heading. And so take that out and enjoy the presence of the Lord. You know, I, I asked a question. I think it's really worth noting or bringing this back before we exit this one question. Sometimes the Lord gives you a season where things are not crazy, even if it's a day or an hour and you enjoy it and things are kind of like, you know, great. Do you, do you enjoy the time in the Lord or do you look for the next bad thing to come? If you look for the next bad thing to come, you're living your life in fear. Stop doing that. Now, it is not true that there are 365 fear knots. Okay, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. But there's over a hundred of them, and there's enough for you to know, don't do that. What there is, is an expectation of the goodness of God. Sure, there's trials. Sure, there's stuff going on. But it was for the joy that was set before Jesus that he endured the cross and the joy that's set before you, that you go through what you go through, not for the disaster, but for the joy. There's great stuff coming, right? We, I preach a whole message on great things are coming, the G-T-A-C. -G great things are coming. And the answer is simple. You know why great things are coming? Because God is great. That's why. Okay?
We're just going to take our break and come back. Go with the flow. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Here we go. Let me give you an update on Easton Scott. A lot of tough stuff that my daughter and my son-in-law have been going through. Uh, I did send an email out. I don't know if, Julie, if you got the email I or did. not. I did. send it out to everybody. So he was going through 20 and 30 seizures per episode, and they've got that down to a dramatically less amount. But the sad news is that from a medical point of view— uh, Easton does not, it does not appear as, according to the doctors, that he will be able to speak or will be able to care for himself. Oh. And so what the result of that is, is that Julianne and Jared, my son-in-law and my daughter, have recognized that God has put them in a position to be the best parents, to love Easton Scott with all that they can and give them the best life that they can. But while that's going on, they're not going to stop believing that something can change. And the doctors even said... This is territory we don't even know. Right, because this, this is a problem that not very many people have had. So Very few. Everybody is different. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, they have like 230 total cases in the world that they have records on, which is like, so they're like, we don't know. Right. And it's like, so I, I just want to read this one thing my daughter wrote. It's a fantastic. She wrote this, uh, you know, it's not easy to sit there and write a Facebook post that tells all the things you've been going through. And so I'm not going to read everything, but I'm going to read the last paragraph because I thought that was really significant. She wrote, scientifically, Easton does not have much of a chance. His best case scenario is he may possibly be able to walk and say three to five words one day. But God can help him. He's not afraid of impossible odds. And if Easton is healed one day, there will be no question as to where it comes from. It will not be because of therapy. It will not be because of medication or diet. It will be because of God's undeniable healing power. So in the meantime, we choose to raise a hallelujah and trust in God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is faith. Now, the the idea that it's going to be simple and everything's going to be great and they're trying to make pie in the sky, that doesn't exist at all. If you read this, and, and I think Wonder Julie can attest to it, she tells you this is ugly. This, right. this is a not a good situation. It's going to change our lives. He's never going to be able to be unattended. It doesn't look good. And, you know, as a parent, you're heartbroken. They have two other children. They don't want to have any loss in their communication with their kids, but they're going to have to give extra attention. They were going to have a fourth child. They're not sure they're going to do that now. So you got a lot of things in play. But what you can't deny is that my I, I will take I won't take credit, but I'll stand in there as a grandparent and as a parent and say, what a fantastic position of faith that my daughter has grown into. She has made the determination that she will do the best that she can as a human being to give this child the best life she can, and she will not quit hoping. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we believe in Texas tea being all over the table. 
sounds like experience. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? It's like it's everywhere. Oh, it's just too funny. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, here's your trivia question. Just, you might as well smile. What was the name of the beggar in one of Jesus's parables who was laid at the gate of the rich man? What was the name of one of the beggars who was laid in one of Jesus's parable who was laid at the gate of the rich man? If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I still want to send you up to the website. We haven't had that chance to do that. We're going to do that and the trivia. just Or not... Yeah, and the trivia. No, not through it. Uh, and the uh, history. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Uh, on the website, two things uh, to keep in mind. One, of course, the, we mentioned the uh, podcast and the praise and the uh, prayer form. Number two, that's a place to give, and money is very helpful, and we're not going to be dishonest about it. Money's helpful because it pays the bills. It enables me to put gas in the car. It enables me to pay some of the bills that we have at our house, which is kind of nice, and uh, that's helpful. (laughs) There you go. So uh, you can do all that on the website. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. That was me uh, hitting my head on this table after the tea spilled, trying to suck up all the tea, and uh, then having so much of the tea that it came out my nose. While counting money. What is with you and pickles lately? That's all I got to figure out. All right. Do we have somebody ready to answer the trivia question? All right. Send him on through. Uh, Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yes, sir. This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my good brother? Oh, I haven't heard from you in a while. I love hearing from you. How are you, bro? Yeah. (laughs) I'm holding on. I'm doing good. I'm a blessed man. Um, I am. Just reiterated with the Lord as I heard you talk about Easton. And I, I know this, um, maybe this is, a, you know, I've said this before that I, w- I would do anything. I mean, no Easton personally, but I would do anything for the Lord to be whole um, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, Amen. I mean, in exchange of an old man for a young man yeah. that can be a difference in the world and be whole uh, is worth that to me. Uh, that, that would. It just means the world to me, but uh, I don't think he's going to do it. I've already asked that a while ago. Well, you know, Let's see what the Lord is What I find amazing, brother, is that your heart for him is, I'm just going to say this, is greater than most people's hearts for him. And I just think, I think that's ordained. I think it's of the Lord. Because I, I kind of know you a little. I certainly know your spirit. been with us for a while. And I just love that you that you embrace that, that you hold that in that position. It's like, um, how do I want to say it? It's like it's like your family because of you you do that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean that boy. Just like when I see a kid with glasses on, I say, Lord, how can you let these people not have good vision coming out of the womb? I say, there's so many children that are just not whole. 
I'm just not whole. Yeah. And it's wrong. It kills me every time I see a kid. I wonder, are they being taught right and, and helped? You know? Yeah. It's such a sad thing. But anyway, uh, it's just the way the world is. I guess we'll have to deal with it. It it is it is the way it will be until the fullness of the redemption lever lever is pulled. And once that Amen. is pulled, that'll be the end of that. There'll be no more of that Amen. other stuff. That'll be it. All right. Okay, I'm going to set you up on the question. I feel strongly you'll get this correct, so get ready. What was the name of the beggar in one of Jesus' parables who was laid at the gate of a rich man? Uh, that, that is the parable of a rich man and Lazarus, right? That is correct, Amundo! Now, I've always wondered about this, so you don't get a lot on the commentaries in this thing, but I've always wondered if Lazarus, like, ever said to Jesus, why was I the guy in the... <laughs> why did you use my name <laughs> like in yeah. that parable, right? It's like, what's wrong? And, and you got to remember, Lazarus was quite wealthy. So that's really uh, more amazing than anything else. It's just like, wow. <laughs> It's like, yeah. I, I want to be using a parable, but can can it be something a little different? <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if he and the Lazarus with Martha and Mary were the same, were they connected? Those two Lazarus. Yeah, Martha they and Mary were, being the sisters, they were the sisters, and, and we knew he was wealthy because the tomb that he came out of was not your, it was mm-hmm. not a public tomb. It was pri- it was but private. I was just wondering if his name being Lazarus and the, and the Lazarus that was a poor man begging. Yeah. Uh, if they had connection besides uh, stories. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's amazing. It's a good. It's a great, I, you just want to know. It's like okay, what was this? What 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 was this? Why did we? You know what I'm and you know the Lord's mm-hmm. answer might be uh, nothing. <laughs> it's just like you don't know. You don't know if there's probably something, but you just don't know, right? Anyway, yeah, let me uh, let me pray over you. Let me pray over you. You're my sure you're my brother. Let me pray. let me pray. Sure, good to hear Mary, Mary's voice, and uh, uh, Mary's like you say so she's uh, so there's something about her that's so special, and all the group. I mean, but everybody has their different little characteristics and innuendos that sets them apart from each other, and that's what we're all made for, and that's that's good. We thank the Lord for that. Yeah, we need each other. I mean, that is one thing you mm-hmm. cannot get away from is. Everybody's personality and everybody that fits in the show, it's so unique. It's just like a, a jigsaw puzzle coming together for a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Too. Let me let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. Yeah. All please, right, let's please. pray. Father, we come before you right now. I lift up my brother H to you. And you know what, Lord? I just pray you bless him. He's he's my brother in in you, Lord. He's one of those close brothers that, you know, he, we, I've got that feeling in my heart towards him. I know he's got that towards me and towards the uh, towards Easton, towards the family, and I just ask you to bless him with an abundance of your presence. There's all the stuff that we can ask to be blessed in. I certainly want his health to be well, certainly want his heart and mind to be well, but just bless him with more of you. That's the greatest thing there is, Lord, greatest gift that can be given. Let that be given to him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. Thank you for your ministry. It's very good. All right. and, uh, Thank you, brother. Very good. Very good teachings. Very good teachings. I appreciate you, brother. Right on. All right. Yeah, right on, brother. Right on. Keep preaching. All right. God bless you. Okay. All right. God bless you guys. All right. Brother Ace, great job. Um, all right. So we are going to do uh, our uh, uh, history because I have to do it because I'm, I'm limited. Let's <laughs> go, Let's go,
Right. And then there's another reason why I want to do the history, and that is today is National Butter Crunch Day, which is kind of like Butterfingers, and I love Butterfingers. So Butterfinger. I mean, do that was Butterfinger, Butter Crunch. No, I love Butterfinger. I didn't know that was a Butter Crunch. Well, same thing. Same family. Well, same to me, you see, because I'm weird. National Cheese Lover Day. Yum. Yum. May not need it, but yum. Yum. Double yum. Yeah, I'm yum yum. Uh, camcorder day, that had been good 30 years ago. <laughs> they don't really have camcorders now. It's a pretty it's good a, invention. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was great at the time. I remember carrying one around that was 9,000 pounds. I took it to Disneyland. I wish I didn't take it to Disneyland, but that's besides the point. Uh, I don't understand what this means, so I'm just going to let this one go by itself. It's Penguin Awareness Day. I don't know if that means we're supposed to be aware of them or they're supposed to be aware of them. <laughs> No comment. I'm just going to leave that right there. And then uh, 1885, for those who want to know, LaMarcus A. Thompson of Coney Island patented, ready, the roller coaster. Wow. That's pretty good, right? That's not too shabby. All right. All right. Just going to wrap it up with this because our time is tight, and I want to make sure you get this. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 through 14. And obviously, I'm not teaching on Matthew. That didn't work out that uh, way I thought it was. Here's what this passage says. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. In Christ Jesus. The simplest way to, to approach scriptures like this is to recognize God is not saying forget everything that ever happened in the past because he creates memorials in the past, and those memorials are to remind us about the great things that God has done. What we're supposed to forget are the things that take or drain the life out of us and keep pulling us down. Stop concentrating on that which is has been disappointing. Stop concentrating on what didn't go right because of this, that, or whatever. In fact, this is a great test, and I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention again. If you deal with something and you say, if only that tells you that you're still holding bitterness because what you're saying when you say if only is that you're saying if only God would have done this, if only this would have happened this way, if only this person did this, if only this person was nice, if only this had taken place, this if only idea means that you are not over it. Do you understand? But if you say next time, then you're moving forward. Next time this happens, I'm going to do this. Next time it happens, I'm going this direction. Next time this goes on, I'm going with this, this way. You cannot walk forward looking backwards. And there are things that the Lord has done in your life that you should remember. But that's not what this is referring to. Paul is talking about growing. He even says, I have not myself apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are before behind me and pressing forth under the things which are before me, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What he's pushing for is the prize of seizing the high calling that God has put on his life. Seize the calling. Move forward. Being confident of this one thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will carry it on until the day of Christ. Forward we go. 
Okay? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Just as I am, you reach down and see you. Purchase my freedom at the cost of your soul. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.